Section 29 of The Essence of Christianity by Ludwig Feuerbach. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Essence of Christianity by Ludwig Feuerbach. Translated from the German by Marian Evans. Chapter 24 The Contradiction in the Trinity. Religion gives reality or objectivity not only to the human or divine nature in general as a personal being, it further gives reality to the fundamental determinations or fundamental distinctions of that nature as persons. The Trinity is, therefore, originally nothing else than the sum of the essential fundamental distinctions which man perceives in the human nature. According as the mode of conceiving this nature varies, so also the fundamental determinations on which the Trinity is founded vary. But these distinctions, perceived in one and the same human nature, are hypostasized as substances, as divine persons. And herein, namely, that these different determinations are in God, hypostases, subjects, is supposed to lie the distinction between these determinations as they are in God, as they exist in man, in accordance with the law already enunciated, that only in the idea of personality does the human personality transfer and make objective its own qualities. But the personality exists only in the imagination. The fundamental determinations are therefore only for the imagination, hypostases, persons. For reason, for thought, they are mere relations or determinations. The idea of the Trinity contains in itself the contradiction of polytheism and monotheism, of imagination and reason, of fiction and reality. Imagination gives the trinity, reason the unity of the persons. According to reason, the things distinguished are only distinctions. According to the imagination, the distinctions are things distinguished, which therefore do away with the unity of the divine being. To the reason, the divine persons are phantoms. To the imagination, realities. The idea of the Trinity demands that man should think the opposite of what he imagines, and imagine the opposite of what he thinks, that he should think phantoms, realities. There are three persons, but they are not essentially distinguished. Tres personae but una essentia. So far the conception is a natural one. We can conceive three, and even more persons, identical in essence. Thus we men are distinguished from one another by personal differences, but in the man, in essence, in humanity, we are one. And this identification is made not only by the speculative understanding, but even by feeling. A given individual is a man, 
as we are punctum satis in this feeling all distinctions vanish whether he be rich or poor clever or stupid culpable or innocent the feeling of compassion sympathy is therefore a substantial essential speculative feeling but the three or more human persons exist apart from each other have a separate existence even when they verify and confirm the unity of their nature by fervent love they together constitute through love a single moral personality but each has a physical existence for himself though they may be reciprocally absorbed in each other may be unable to dispense with each other they have yet always a formally independent existence independent existence existence apart from others is the essential characteristic of a person of a substance it is otherwise in god and necessarily so for while his personality is the same as that of man it is held to be the same with a difference on the ground simply of this postulate there must be a difference the three persons in god have no existence out of each other else they would meet us in the heaven of christian dogmatics not indeed many gods as in olympus but at least three divine persons as an individual form three gods the gods of olympus were real persons for they existed apart from each other they had the criterion of real personality in their individuality though they were one in essence in divinity they had different personal attributes but were each singly a god alike in divinity different as existing subjects or persons they were genuine divine personalities the three persons of the christian godhead on the contrary are only imaginary pretended persons assuredly different from real persons just because they are only phantasms shadows of personalities while notwithstanding they are assumed to be real persons the essential characteristic of personal reality the polytheistic element is excluded denied as non-divine but by this negation their personality becomes a mere phantasm only in the truth of the plural lies the truth of the persons the three persons of the christian godhead are not tres dei three gods at least they are not meant to be such but unus deus one god the three persons end not as might have been expected in a plural but in a singular they are not only unum the gods of the olympus are that but unus unity has here the significance not of essence only but also of existence unity is the existential form of god three are one the plural is a singular god is a personal being consisting of three persons the three persons are thus only phantoms in the eyes of reason 
for the conditions or modes under which alone their personality could be realized are done away with by the command of monotheism the unity gives the lie to the personality the self-subsistence of the persons is annihilated in the self-subsistence of the unity they are mere relations the son is not without the father the father is not without the son the holy spirit who indeed spoils the symmetry expresses nothing but the relation of the two to each other but the divine persons are distinguished from each other only by that which constitutes their relation to each other the essential in the father as a person is that he is a father of the son that he is a son what the father is over and above his fatherhood does not belong to his personality therein he is god and is god identical with the son as god therefore it is said god the father god the son and god the holy ghost god is in all three alike there is one person of the father another of the son and another of the holy ghost but the godhead of the father of the son and of the holy ghost is all one i e they are distinct persons but without distinction of substance the personality therefore arises purely in the relation of the fatherhood i e the idea of the person is here only a relative idea the idea of a relation man as a father is dependent he is essentially the correlative of the son he is not a father without the son by fatherhood man reduces himself to a relative dependent impersonal being it is before all things necessary not to allow oneself to be deceived by these relations as they exist in reality in men the human father is over and above his paternity an independent personal being he has at least a formal existence for himself an existence apart from his son he is not merely a father with the exclusion of all other predicates of a real personal being fatherhood is a relation which the bad man can make quite an external one not touching his personal being but in god the father there is no distinction between god the father and god the son as god the abstract fatherhood alone constitutes his personality his distinction from the son whose personality likewise is founded only on the abstract sonship but at the same time these relations as has been said are maintained to be not mere relations but real persons beings substances thus the truth of the plural the truth of polytheism is again affirmed and the truth of monotheism is denied to require the reality of the persons is to require the unreality of the unity and conversely to require the reality of the unity is to require the unreality 
of the persons. Thus, in the holy mystery of the Trinity, that is to say, so far as it is supposed to represent a truth distinct from human nature, all resolves itself into delusions, phantasms, contradictions, and sophisms. End of section 29